0: hello this is zandi hicks this podcast is called bold brave and daring because well that's already inside of you you can choose to be bold brave and daring every day of your life and this podcast teaches you how to walk through life with god him showing you how to become bold brave and daring this podcast is like letters from god himself so stay tuned because i know that he wants to speak right to you Hey everyone, Zandi here. I am so grateful that you're listening to the podcast today, as always. And uh, today I really want to talk about cultivating your relationship with God and why it's important to spend time with Him every day. We know, we've heard all of our lives. If you have grown up in church, been a Christian, got saved when you were young, um, or even later on, but if If you've heard, you know it's like have daily time with God, um, do a devotional, spend time with God. It can seem very intimidating to start that when you don't know where to start. So I'm going to talk about where to start and why it's so important. So let's start with the why first. I think that the word cultivating has been coming to my mind a lot because it's just really truly about growing your relationship with God. The definition of cultivate is To acquire or develop, Um, so it's an ongoing everyday process of developing your relationship with God. And then another definition is prepare and use for crops and gardening. So that means to me, you are preparing for your future. You're planting seeds now for when you'll need them in the future. So if you start growing a relationship with God now and continue to learn his voice every day and learn how he speaks to you, um, read scriptures so that you can learn who he is. And if you read Psalms, it, it shows who God is like, um, Psalms 103. I was trying to figure out which Psalm to pick cause there's so many, but Psalm 103 says with my whole heart, with my whole life and with my innermost being, I bow and wonder and love before you, the Holy God, Yahweh, you are my soul's celebration which Yahweh is like God breathed in and God breathed out so like Yahweh like (sighs) that kind of feeling that's what that means how could I ever forget the miracles of your kindness you've done to me you've kissed my heart with forgiveness in spite of all that I've done you've healed me inside and out from every disease you've rescued me from hell and saved my life you've crowned me with love and mercy you satisfy my every desire with good things you supercharged my life so that I soar again like a flying eagle in the sky. You're a God who makes things right, giving justice to the defenseless. That's just the first six verses of Psalm 103, and it's just I I just that is describing who God is. And a majority of the Psalms I think describe who God is and what he's like. And so learning who he is and learning scripture can be your go-to's when the chaos and the crazy hit that that is key that is how you will learn to lean into him and have peace that passes all understanding but that takes literally getting in the word every single day and i'm a night person i'm not i i choose not to be a morning person i just i thrive at night i don't want the day to end so i'll read the last 30 minutes for an hour of my day. I'll read some of my book and I'll read the Bible. And, you know, if the Holy Spirit's speaking, grab my journal and start journaling. I love that time with him because it's quiet in the house and um, my husband's already asleep. And so I can just sit there with God. And sometimes I just sit there in his presence and just like, I want to feel you. And I, I love those moments. That's when he has spoken to me at another season in our life. It was in the afternoon time that I spent time with him. So from like three to four or four to five, I would come home from work and cleaning houses. And I would just, I would read my book and I would read my Bible and I would journal and listen to worship music as I was getting ready after cleaning, uh, and just really cultivating an atmosphere for God to speak and for him just to be there, like just to be with him. And then, uh, And probably when I have children, that season will change to be early mornings or it'll change to whatever it is. But I'm just saying for you, you may not be like everyone else. You may do your time with God at any time. It could be in the car, but as long as you are making space for him throughout your day, because you need to be prepared for your future. It's not just knowing verses for, you know, feeling fear or anxiety attacks It's more than the hard season that we went through last year. It is for the fight that we have on our hands that is coming. With everything that's going on in the world right now, it's shifting. I was listening to this message the other day and he had such a good point that our Christian values are getting questioned and it it's turning like it sounds like hate speech to people who don't know these are our values. But then everybody else has freedom of speech. We need to know the truth because if not, our values are going to get shaken and we aren't going to know what's right from wrong because the world is telling us this is right, but we actually know that this is right. Whatever the Bible says is truth. It talks about marriage between a man and a woman. The Bible talks about do not worry. The Bible talks about don't be anxious for nothing, but with thanksgiving, gratitude, that's how you approach anxiety. The Bible talks about Jesus is the only way to heaven. The Bible talks about so many things that are coming up in the world and that are looking like they are the opposite. But the Bible is the truth. The spiritual warfare that's going on is so real. Like, we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against rulers and principalities of the dark and unseen world. It is not our fight to fight each other. It is our fight to fight in prayer and to know the scriptures and to know what God says is truth. Things are going to keep going and it's going to get harder to know what's truth and what's not. Sometimes my husband and I have had conversations where it's like, is this true? Is this not true? What is the truth? I actually don't remember. I learned this a long time ago. Well, now it looks different as an adult, but it's still the same truth but you have to go back to it. And so learning the scripture every day, being in the word, spending time with God, God will tell you what is truth. He will reveal it to you and say, look, here's what is truth. So our relationship with God is not just for the moments where we're wondering where God is, if we're going through anxiety, if we're going through fear It's for the joyful moments to say thank you, Lord. It's to know him and know his presence just to be able to sit in his presence. It's important to cultivate that relationship every day so that way you know your friend. The way that God feels about us is, you know that feeling when you first start dating someone and you're just getting to know them and you're just so infatuated by everything they say and you just look at them like, all eyes in wonder and just, oh, I just want to get to know you more and you just want to spend all your time with them. You can't get enough of them. That's how God feels about us all the time. That fates that usually lasts, you know, a year and a half, two years in a relationship, that feeling God always has for us. That's why it's important to build a relationship with God is because he, he sent his son To die for us so that we could just have a relationship with Him. Prior, the Spirit moved from person to person, but they didn't have a relationship with God like we can. Plus, we have the Holy Spirit, which is a gift. He's a gift for us. And I mean, I'm sure for the mamas out there, your relationship with God is like the first time you saw your child, the first time that they came out of the womb. Or you adopted them and you met them. Whatever the circumstances, the first time that you saw your child and you thought, I could never love something more than I love this child. That's what God sees when He sees us. That's how He feels when He sees each individual one of us. Every single one of us has a different DNA. Even identical twins have a different DNA and they have differences. Every single person in the entire history of the world is different. The world right now is saying that we are all equal. We are equal, but we are not the same. You have to know it's truth. The truth is God said that he formed us in our mother's womb. Before, before even the world crested over, he knew us. So for the world right now, it's getting rid of the individual, and we need to know that God made every single one of us special, in that we are an individual. At the end of the Screw Tape Letters, there is a banquet, and if you haven't listened to my other podcast, I talked about the Screw Tape Letters, uh, by C.S. Lewis, and it ta- it's a a older demon mentoring a younger demon and sending him letters. At the end of that book, they're they're having a banquet. And they're celebrating that they're getting rid of the individual. This book was written in 1941. So C.S. Lewis at that time knew what was to come. I think that all of his books are definitely God-ordained. That is what's happening in our culture today. They are trying to get rid of the individual by making us all the same. But we all are different. We all have different characteristics. We all have special things about us. We have certain gifts. We have certain qualities that are specific to us, to our personality, how we look, how we act. All of these things are specific to us as individuals. And I love that. And I don't want that to get silenced because that is silencing god's creation and so cultivate your relationship with god because you're gonna need to know for the future what to say to people how to feel about certain situations how to walk in confidence and faith knowing that god god is in charge of my life god is in control i trust him he's so good to us just knowing him puts you at ease just feeling his presence you know that everything is going to be okay. Right now, my husband and I are in a season of like, what's next? What do we do? And I just keep thinking of this Jen Johnson YouTube video where she's like, what's next, Father? What would you like to do next? With an excitement. And that's how I feel about this next season of life, this shift in our culture. It's good because God is good and he always uses what the enemy meant for evil for good cultivate your relationship with him. Make sure you're you're growing it, it's active, it's developing into deeper and deeper relationship with God. So that way when you're like David who wrote Psalm in a cave fighting for your life, whatever circumstance that might be, you can go back to his word and be like, "I am in the same place, but you know what? I can get out of this cuz he did." by listening to worship songs, he wrote his own, (laughs) and spending time with God, writing, creating, whatever it may be for you. But take that time daily. I remember it also said in the screw tape letters, and I've heard Joyce Meyer talk about this, but if you don't spend time with God daily, you're letting the enemy win. Because all he wants to do is for you not to spend time with God not spend time with your creator. But all God wants you to do is spend time with him because that's why he sent his only son, the only one he ever had, to die for us so that way we can have a relationship with him. It was worth that. It was worth the pain and the suffering and watching his son die on the cross. It was worth it to Jesus. We need to make sure that we take advantage of that and say, you know what, I have another day. On this earth rejoice and be glad in it and say I I have 24 hours. 24 hours I can make time for God in there some way somehow. It's not as important to be productive as it is to spend time with God. Our culture really is worshipping productivity. I don't think there's anything wrong with being productive, but if You're taking your time away from God because you need to be productive by the world's standards, quote-unquote, and create success like the world says. To me, that's not success. Success, I think, to God doesn't matter nearly as much as having a relationship with Him. Spend time with Him. Take the time, 30 minutes, whatever it is you have, a day. And just say, Lord, I give this to you. What would you like me to do next? What do you want to say? I'm listening. Just talk to him. He's your friend. Tell him. Here's what's going on in my heart, and I don't know what to do next. He'll help you. He already knows what's going to happen, and so he's prepared. <laughs> Nothing surprises him. So I love you guys. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, DM me on Facebook or Instagram. I would love to chat. and help you cultivate your relationship with god i love you guys and have a good week thank you for listening to my podcast today bold brave and daring is all about making you bold brave and daring like i say because it's already inside of you and god wants to show that to you so if you have any questions please dm me message me i would love to hear your questions or about what god has done in your life So let me know, comments, and I love you and I hope that you have a wonderful week.